Hello, hello, and welcome to Weirdos. I'm Jay. And I'm Kellen. And we are back uh, for our second episode of the month. Um, and it is, October's officially spooky season anyways, but we're, we're that much closer to Halloween, um, which is personally my favorite of the holidays. I, I kind of like it better than Christmas, honestly. Uh, I know you are not that way. No, Christmas is Christmas my all-time is favorite. No. Oh, I get so excited. But yeah, I love Halloween. Uh, I love horror. It's just... I love it. So, uh, we wanted to do kind of a Halloweeny episode. Um, this is actually a pretty simple idea, and I don't know why we didn't think about it last season. Uh, but this episode, we're going to talk about fears and your fears, my fears, just fears in general. Yeah, uh, it's such a simple concept. I don't know why we didn't think about it. Um, but I think we'll have a lot to talk about because yeah. I don't know about you. I have like ten. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> some are yeah. some are far graver than others, obviously. Uh, some are a little silly. Some are yeah. a little deep. But um, I um, we have two ways we can start. I'll let you pick. Okay. We can start by just going through what our own personal fears are. Or I have a list of the top 12 phobias in America. Oh, wow. So as you take a sip of your tea. It's so good. Where are you going to start? You just want to start with us talking about what our phobias are, or do you want to know what the twelve top twelve phobias in America are? I'm good with either one. Um, let's do the top twelve, and then so we go because well, like a woman. Well, because my fear. What do you want to eat later? My fear. I have. A, I have a very specific story as to why I have that fear. Okay. So I think that'll be better. So let's do the twelve. Okay. So we'll just knock out the twelve. So uh, this is according to RecoveryVillage.com, which I think is kind of a mental health website. I bet I can guess two of the top three. Okay. Public speaking and death. Uh, public speaking's on there. Death is not on there, which is kind of suspect. Wow! To me. Uh, you should be able to guess number one. Spiders. Spiders is number one. So arachnophobia is number one, and this does have the actual name of these. Some of them I might be able to pronounce. Some of them I might not. So, but number one is arachnophobia. Okay. Um, number two is ophidel. <laughs> I'm not even really, fear of snakes. Okay. So snakes number two. My my dad's scared of snakes. I don't like snakes. I don't think I have a phobia. I'm like I'm not gonna. Freeze, yeah. When I see one, but unless it's a cobra, or if I was with J Lo and Ice Cube and an anaconda attacked, <laughs> um, <laughs> number two is acrophobia, which is fear of heights. Okay, another one my dad has issues with. Um, aerophobia, any guesses what that one is? Fear of flying, fear of flying. Uh, number five, cynophobia. No clue, it's fear of movies. I'm just kidding. R- I was about to say, <laughs> this is probably the my most hated one out of the five. So cynophobia is the fear of dogs. So the top 12 phobias in America, number five is dogs. They're so cute and cuddly, right? Like, have you not seen my dog? Come on. Adorable. Number six, astrophobia, uh, which is fear of thunder and lightning, which we had today. Very Uh, free. Frightening. Number seven, trypanophobia. Is it fear of 13? Uh, trypanophobia is fear of injections. Inge- okay, that's that something sense. that should yeah. be number one right now in America, right? Because yeah. we don't want to get yeah. the, the uh, vaccine. Uh, number eight, social phobia. They didn't even try to make a name for that one. It just says social phobia, <laughs> which is social anxiety disorder, which I think we all suffer from to a degree, okay. honestly. Uh, it's that meme where it's like a kid. And he's like rubbing his hands. He's like, you know, I really, he's like, damn, I don't want to be here. Like, that's me everywhere. Like, yeah. even if it's something like my choosing, like even when we went to the movies the other day, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to be here. I'd rather be home. Like, 
Yeah. We all suffer, suffer from social phobias. Um, agoraphobia, which is a uh, fear of a situation that you that escape might be difficult. So okay. you, yeah. uh, that's a pretty popular one. Mysophobia. Fear of mice. <laughs> fear of miso soup. <laughs> Mysophobia <laughs> is uh, fear of germs. Okay. So I wonder if you can be mysophobic and trypanophobic where you're both uh, afraid of germs and injections. Huh. wonder how that would work out in your life. You would probably be agoraphobic. Yeah. Um, claustrophobia is number 11. I thought that one might be higher. That's not one I personally suffer from, but I could see myself suffer from it. Being a fat person, <laughs> I don't want to be stuck in a tight little situation, tight yeah. little area. Like nothing. I mean, <laughs> no. Right. Uh, and then number f- number 12 is glossophobia. What do you think that one is? Glossophobia. Fear of words. Earlier. You said it earlier. It's close. Public speaking. Okay. Yeah, I figured so public glossophobia speaking. Glossophobia is yeah. the fear of public speaking. So that's the top 12 uh, biggest phobias in America. My biggest phobia is not on there. Which is? What's your biggest phobia on there? Uh, mine was number one. Number one. Spiders. I already yeah. knew that. Because I asked you today, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what's something else you're scared of? Because I, yeah. I was going to bring props. You know, like put stuff up, but you know. Thanks. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, so agoraph- arachnophobia is your number one. I used to. Uh, I'm kind of that way too. Like I don't like spiders, but yeah. they don't freak me out. Right. Um, we can start there. Let's start there with your number one. <laughs> Let's talk about those little spiders. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man. I could feel them crawling on us. Scares on me the already. shit out of Kellen, man. <laughs> I actually have some funny stories where um, people I worked with. Uh, scared me because they found out that I have a fear of spiders, which I should probably stop telling people because yeah. that's the first thing that people do. Like, oh, you're afraid of spiders? And then they come spider. up with a cup in your hand, look what I have. And it's just like a piece of candy. Like, ah. um, so I would never do that to you, by the way. <laughs> so my fear of spiders started uh, when I was young because of my dad. So my dad used to tell me horror stories about spiders when I was younger. Which is nothing, not what you want to do to your kids is instill your fears on them. But no, no, my dad's great. Uh, but but. <laughs> that being said, he told me this story about where he was going out the back door of his house to go get to the school bus and a garden spider, which if you didn't know, are gigantic, the size of your hand. It's the yellow butt ones, right? Yeah. Yellow and black. They're, I can't, they're, it, they're called garden spiders, but I, or I've called them garden spiders, but they have a different name. Um, they're characterized by the web that has the zigzag mm-hmm. uh, going towards the center. So told me a story about him going to get to the bus. It had built the web across the span of the back door. So when he opened the door to run out to go to the bus, the spider right there in the middle of his face. Webbing around, it falls backwards, hits his head on concrete, just traumatizing. So I'm imagining this. We had one in our house at the time at the back door. So now I've got that image with that there. And so then he would tell me all these stories about spiders and, and how they're the worst and how he's afraid of them. And that bled over to me. And I used to have nightmares that a black widow spider outside of her house, I would get the webbing on me, the strand of the web, and it would I couldn't break it off. And the spider would start coming across the web towards me. And no matter how much I swatted and tried to pull away, the spider web would not break and it would just get closer and closer. So that's where the fear started. Thanks, Dad. Um, but it developed more because, like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that's a terrifying thing. T- 
to have something that small that could do that much, like a brown recluse, a funnel web spider, a, a black widow, something that small that could do that much damage to something so much bigger. A camel spider. Those are giant. Though. Yeah, yeah. They eat birds. Yeah, thanks. and the ones that were at the cabin, fisher spiders. <sighs> Those are very scary. But they can be on you and you not know it. Yeah, and they can lay eggs in your face. Yeah. And well, like, what's this pimple? And then baby spiders come. Yeah. Point what was the it. movie? Uh, well, the book based. Yeah. Oh, scary stories. To scary tell stories about. to tell in the dark. Yeah, yeah. They show that in the movie, and that was horrifying. Um, so. That thought in in and of itself is that I could have a brown recluse crawling up my leg and not know it until it was too late. Yeah. Like a snake. But you might you not can, be allergic to them. Yeah. There, so there's like very, varying degrees of, of severity in a bite. Yeah. Um, but it, like I said, it's just that thought that, I mean, there could be one on you. And then there's the, you know, the every year it comes out multiple times. Well, you swallow seven or 11 spiders in your sleep all, every year or in your lifetime. And That's a lie. Hey, they like warm, moist places. And what's the most warm, moist place on your body? (laughs) I mean, mouth, mouth, your mouth. If a spider crawls up my There's so many spiders in my tummy. (laughs) I would die. I would die before it could bite me. (laughs) But yeah, that's it. Spiders always creep me out. Snakes never really bothered me. Like you said, I wouldn't freeze. Um, Having daughters... You know, when a snake pops or <laughs> when a spider pops up in the house, I have to overcome that fear for their sake uh, and try not to instill that on them. But they know that I'm afraid of them, so they'll throw by the plastic by the noises you make. They'll, you they'll throw plastics. <laughs> <laughs> they also throw plastic spiders at me. Uh, my in-laws just bought this. Jerks, they're listening. Jumping spider, this giant spider that leaps out at you. That scared the crap out of me twice in Spirit Halloween today. Both times uh, that I walked past it before I remembered that it was there. <laughs> Uh, it jumped, and I jumped as a fully grown adult. That's uh, hilarious. But, yeah, spiders, just, I, mm, mm, no, thank you. I get it, and I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I hate spiders. Uh, Lindsay hates spiders. I remember she was in our closet, and uh, she let out this terrifying scream, and I thought someone was in the house. I'm like, someone's in this house. I'm going to have to defend myself. She's a goner. I'm going to have to either fight or flight. And then I started heading towards the door, and she's like, it was a spider. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I came back in. Uh, but she, uh, it was a giant wolf spider that crawled across her foot. Ugh. But, like, her scream made my chest hurt. Um, I, I've never really, I don't like them. I'll, I usually, like, by recluses, you're going to get killed. Um, <laughs> yeah. The garden spiders, I used to keep those in jars as a kid. Like, we would have them all over the place, and I would put them in a jar because they were pretty. Yeah. And then I put little crickets in there. Like, here's a little cricket. Dinner time. Um, but it is scary because they're so small and they can do so much damage. And if you Google videos of like camel spiders, and I recently saw a video of a tarantula eating a, a grub, and it was terrifying. Uh, Lindsay's brother is in Arizona, New Mexico right now. He actually saw a tarantula, Ugh. a free range tarantula. Ugh. He's like, it's cool because it's so dry. They don't usually come out. I'm like, that's not cool. That is nothing cool no. about that. <laughs> like, burn that, burn it down. Like, no. Um, we do have a brown recluse problem in our house that we're gonna have to address. Um, yeah. I've been saying we have so many mosquitoes already. I'm like, we got to do something. So now we're we have ants, and I've put down several traps for brown recluses, and it's a nightmare to look in them. And you know what the the worst part about we're, about brown recluses is is that they're hunters, so they don't build a web, so you can't just get rid of their webs. So if you have other bugs, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you can't spray for, for them. 
Pest control doesn't work because they walk so high up off the ground. The way that it kills other spiders is they drag their cells across and they get it on on Mm. them. And then when they clean themselves in, just brown recluses don't. So you have to use glue traps and put them against the wall because they basically travel along the baseboards of your house. It's very rare that you see one out in the middle of the floor. Sure. And so, like, they spray along the baseboards, but the brown recluses just tiptoe across the top of it as they come to murder you in your sleep. I'm surprised that the, the, clue, cra- the clue traps haven't moved by the amount of spiders in them. <laughs> like, they keep trying to rock, and it's, like, halfway across the room. I did, uh, when we lived in Hartsville, uh, it's the only time I ever saw a black widow mm-hmm. was in our mailbox. Oh, wow. And I stuck my hand in it. So, dodged a bullet there. Uh, I definitely can see not liking spiders. Spiders are terrifying. Um <laughs> They're on my list of things I don't like. Um, I don't know if I would have a phobia. Uh, I do often walk into their webs. They like to make one across from my car, between Lindsay and I's car. Yeah. So when I go to, go to work in the mornings, I usually run into one, which is just a terrible feeling. And Ugh. then you feel it the whole way to yeah. work. You, you can't, know? no matter how much you paw, you can't get it off of you. Um, my number one is cholrophobia. Cholrophobia. Clowns. Clowns. <laughs> Uh, um, granted, it's it's stop stop <laughs> stop. Um, granted, it's not as bad as it used to be. Uh, I used yeah. to be terrified of clowns. Thank you, uh, John Wayne Gacy is where it started. Uh, John Wayne Gacy was a serial killer, and he dressed up as a clown and lured little boys into his basement and then killed them. Yeah, um, the clown killer. Yeah, serial killers are terrifying enough without putting on makeup. <laughs> you know? um, Ronald McDonald always kind of skeezed me out. Like him sitting wow. on the bench with his legs crossed, like, hey, come sit beside me. Like, I don't think so, Buster. <laughs> like, I'm not coming over there. Um, I guess it kind of started from It, uh, yeah. the Stephen King novel movie. Um, that's the only thing I can think of is where it came from, is I must have caught that on TV. Because I used to watch Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown was creepy, too. I used to watch him in the mornings, and I loved the bucket game where there were buckets and he had to bounce a yeah. ping pong ball. But Bozo was creepy, too. <laughs> but I must have caught it or something. It's the only movie I can think of during the time frame that would have been on when I was a kid that would kind of deter me from clowns. First episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? True. With the clown. That, yeah, that, that, that's one, too. That one scared me because of the balloon. The fact that that clown blew the balloon up under the door to unlock the latch, I yeah. was like, oh, that's terrifying. Right, that could really happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, killer clowns from outer space aren't scary. You know, like, that was out around the same time. Yeah. But I remember in Hartsville, small town, uh, we had the Christmas parade, and me and my friends, I think it was Jonathan Harper, and uh, I think Jason Troop was the other guy, and we're like, we're going to go be in the parade unsolicited <laughs> so this was in my i only wear sweatpants phase okay so i was wearing red sweatpants and a red matching sweater you're welcome ladies <laughs> Hello. you can see it all if i get wet but it was festive but we're like we're gonna we're gonna jump in and the parade start at my cousin's house i'm like we'll go to my cousin's house and then we'll like just hop in yeah. you know? <laughs> but the shriners were there Oh, and they were no. in their clown makeup and their tiny little cars. <laughs> and they kept driving around. And they're like, are you guys in the parade? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you want to walk with us? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. And they kept like getting close to us. And I was like, these guys are going to kill us. Like, these Shriners, are they Shriners? Are they really? Like, And my friends knew that I was afraid of them. So they were like, hey, come talk to him. Come talk to him. Come talk to him. And they would come talk to me. Awful. Um Going to haunted houses in high school and college and, and beyond, 
you know, you can't have a haunted house without clowns, obviously. Yeah. So there's always a fun house. But my friends were so awesome. Every time we went, they would always tell the clowns that I'm afraid of clowns. Wow. You know? Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's one that I remember. I think it was Monster Mountain and the best haunted house ever, RIP. But I've heard I, that from other people as well. It's fantastic. It was fantastic. But there was a, a fun house room, and it was kind of like a maze. And there were doors you had to pick, but there were clowns behind all the doors. Like oh, It was wow. just like, sucker. Like, <laughs> and that's when they're like, you know, he's afraid of clowns. And they followed me like through the whole haunted house. Oh, wow. Like one clown just followed me. I'm like, I'm, I, just kill me. Like, I don't want to <laughs> deal with this. But now... <laughs> Now I've matured so much. Like clowns don't bother me so much anymore. Yeah. But it's definitely something like I don't want to be in a dark alley. And I don't want to see a balloon. I don't want to hear clown music. I don't want to see someone on a unicycle. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like I would I would pee my pants and then just die right there in that alley. <laughs> but you know, I, I watch I just watched a movie called Clown Motel, which is about a motel with clown ghosts. And what's funny about that <laughs> What's funny about it is <laughs> Sounds as awful as it is, it's like a 60% rating on it, which is a positive number. Yeah, you know, it's not bad. The first Jason is in an Ari who I met in Ohio. Yeah. Which is part of the reason I wanted to watch it. But this clown hotel actually exists in Nevada. Yeah. So it's an actual hotel. Google the clown hotel in Nevada and then go to sleep and see what you <laughs> dream about. But they made a movie of it. The movie's terrible. But the funniest part is uh, it was almost like, Almost like Mortal Kombat, like after you win, you fight somebody new, you know, like yeah. next opponent. Yeah. So like these clowns would come and then there were porcelain dolls of all the clowns. Oh. And then one would just disappear. And then that clown would appear in real life and go after these people. Wow. I hate porcelain clowns too. And like that, <laughs> but I'm not as afraid, like I'm not as afraid of clowns now as I was just because I don't really run into them that much anymore. Yeah. And I, I, I'm so desensitized from all the movies and TV shows I've watched. Like I think, uh, and this is going to be a question we're going to ask on Instagram, but like, what's the scariest clown that you can think of? Like, I love Sig Haig, like, um, yeah. Captain Spaulding, like, he doesn't bother me. But I think one of the scariest ones to me was Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. And he was terrifying until like all seasons of American Horror Story, they just pooped the bed after season six, like, after episode six. Mm. So like the first half of every season is fantastic. And then they yeah. just completely drop the ball for some reason. I don't know why. Like just make it six episodes, man. <laughs> but Twisty the Clown was terrifying. And yeah. then after that six episode, he wasn't terrifying anymore. But that's definitely something we're going to ask. <laughs> like, tell me your, you know, your clown you hate. Yeah. You talked about the little porcelain dolls. Um, I think, especially in the South, I think it's a pretty safe assumption to say that we all knew somebody, either relative or a friend who had a relative that had the doll room. My grandmother has yeah. the doll room. So and I would be that cousin, that friend. <laughs> those doll, my, uh, my friend, um, Ronnie Rogers, his mom had one. And that was the most terrifying room ever. Were there There's no rational. I don't know. Just dolls. I don't know. It was, just, it was dolls, bears, stuffed bears, maybe it, just everywhere. Um, and there's so many horror films and, and, you know, franchises about, dolls that come to life and um, puppets and whatever. And so those rooms always creep me out. I wouldn't say I had a phobia of them, but if it was like, hey, I'll give you $10,000 to sleep in this yeah, doll room, I'd be like, not. you can just keep your money. <laughs> That's how my grandmother's back room was. It was full of dolls. <clears throat> she collected dolls her entire life, and this room was dedicated to them. 
you open the closet, dolls fall out. You open drawers and cabinets, there's dolls wow. in there. Like, this is a nightmare. I used to, there's one I always thought looked like Chucky. Yeah. And my cousins would always come over and we would play. And um, I used to, they would, sometimes they would spend the night and I would put Chucky in random places <laughs> and put like a butter knife in his hand and ketchup. <laughs> and I'm like, what's he doing? He's going to kill us all. You know, like freak them out. And then they would call their parents and come get them. Then I would get in trouble. But <laughs> my grandmother definitely had that room. And it, when I stayed there, I was uh, kind of adjacent to it. And I'm like, yeah. I would always put my Marvel figures and my Ninja Turtles in front of the room <laughs> to protect me in case the dolls came. Because if the dolls come to life, then obviously my action figures can come to life too and they can defend my honor. That and your Avon clone gun. And my Avon clone. That was for aliens. Going. Come on. <laughs> Avon guns were for aliens, which is also, I didn't write this down, but aliens are also a phobia kind of mine just because I think they do exist. I think they're out there. Something's out there. If they were and they wanted to come and kill us, they, what's stopping them? Yeah. You know, like if they have the technology to get here, they have the technology to wipe us out. Yeah. Um, Without breaking a sweat or whatever aliens do when they get worked up. (laughs) Just call Will Smith. (laughs) Come help us. Punch him in the face and then take Jeff Goldblum to give a virus to the mothership. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Will, uh, <laughs> that was a movie. <laughs> Based off a true story. <laughs> That's why we celebrate the 4th of July. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> it's not just a podcast, it's a history lesson. All the different countries, let's just like, That's why? <laughs> oh, Somebody in Jordan is so confused right now. What? <laughs> I had no idea. Um, yeah, I, I don't like aliens. Um, I I don't like heights either. We talked about heights a little yeah. bit. Um, aerophobia or acrophobia. Um, aerophobia is flying. I don't like flying either. That's a new thing, but that's part of the heights. Um, yeah. Like, I would like just like cover my ears and like rock while we're, we're taking <laughs> off on the plane. I'm like, it just makes me so nervous. Yeah. And it's it, it's to the fact that I have such terrible I've had such terrible luck in life. This is a callback to episode one. Um, <laughs> luck that if a plane was going to crash, I would probably be on it. You know, like yeah. I've I never been on it. a plane, I but I don't feel That's like so crazy to me. I don't feel like I would be afraid of it because I've been up in high places. I mean, granted that. Just being up in a tower that's 120 feet off the ground is not. Or jumping from 20, roof to roof. 000. Yeah, <laughs> jumping from roof to roof uh, from my garage to my house. Um, but yeah, heights never really bothered me. Like climbing up a ladder, getting on top of the roof of my house to brush the leaves off. And yeah. So I can't imagine that I would be too terrified. But then again, it's a totally different so thing. You know and you're it's out of your, up, right? When it's out of, con- out of your control. Yeah, that's, I think that's part of it for me is I have no control. If something happens, I mean, you can't jump out. Yeah. Like, it's just, you're doomed. Like, maybe you land in water, but how long until you just get sunk down and, and people fighting for their own lives? Like, it's just. Have you seen the plane that they've, uh, they've, um, oh, what is it? It's in like, um, I don't even know if it's in testing. It's theorized. It's, but it, the whole cabin, if the plane, if something was to go wrong and the plane was going to go down, the entire cabin would eject from the body of the plane and then giant parachutes would come out and the entire cabin would sl- safely float to the ground. So how long have we been flying in planes and they just now thought of that? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that should already be a thing in planes crash. What? Is the pilot just screwed? <laughs> hey, it's like the, uh, like the ship. the ship. You go down with the ship. Yeah. That should be something already. That should already be a thing. A thing. Like that is my, that should. Yeah. Well, I, I am, 
flabbergasted that this isn't already a thing and I'm it wonder- should be. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's the uh, velocity. Like, uh, like you couldn't just do it with a actual, like the whole airplane because you're flying at you know hundreds of miles an hour and you deploy a parachute. One, is it going to actually stay attached or just <laughs> gone into the ether as the plane continues to crash? Yeah. Or two, is the drag from the parachute going to be so much that it rips the plane apart? So I think that's why they're theorizing on how to eject. Because I think the angular momentum... I'm not smart enough to actually tell you all of this, but I think the angular momentum would change the forward momentum okay. enough to where the parachutes could be effective. I think that's the whole premise, why they would need to eject the cabin from the plane itself. Because you're going from forward motion to upward motion. Yeah, You could slow down that. Because now there's nothing thrusting it forward. So, But why couldn't there be something on the bottom? I don't know. You know, like, poosh, like I don't know. The, the thing is to just not get in a plane. <laughs> if you don't get in a plane, it can't crash. Yeah, even though statistically it's the safest way to travel. It's because it, <laughs> like one person in a car. I don't know. Well, it's, I don't, there's a, um, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's squares, nine squares. Hollywood it's basically, squares? No, <laughs> it's basically the vertical axis is, um, severity, or the horizontal axis is severity, and the vertical axis is likelihood. And oh, like so, the hot, crazy scale on How I Met Your Mother. Kind of like that, yeah. See, why and do so, you explain it like that? <laughs> <laughs> and so what you do is you can place things in that based on the likelihood that it can happen mm-hmm. and the severity of what would happen. So like with a car wreck, the likelihood is way high because car wrecks happen all the time. Right. But the severity is typically low because the average car accident is a fender bender. You know, rear end somebody, you hit something stationary. So the, the likelihood that it's going to happen is high, but the severity is low. Yeah. Um, with an airplane, the likelihood is way low, but, but the severity is high because if the plane goes down, the likelihood of you surviving is almost zero. Yeah. So I guess if you put that into consideration, then yeah, I can understand why, you know, driving a car yeah. makes more sense than hopping in a plane that if something was to go down, <laughs> hope, down. You, hope you're high enough up to make that phone call to be like, Hey guys, I'm not coming back. I'll just do a quick Facebook post. Like Gowan <laughs> does get everything I own. That's cool. I still need to put that in writing for you. So what else do you have besides spiders? So public speaking is, is it's one of those things that I don't like to do, but it's not such a fear that I can't do it. More like a chore. It's well, it's it's like the the nervousness of having to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a low talker anyway, so I got to be in um, my communications class not because I wouldn't do the speeches, um, but because I I don't project. Right. Um, and That's part of true. that, yeah, and part of that I think is because you know there is that those you know emotions that you get the nervousness you know so you tend to speak faster um, when you're nervous to try so to so you get don't poop through. your pants. <laughs> I got to get this done so I can ski daddle out the door. Um, but, but it's, it's one of those things like, I mean, and and the thing with spiders too is, you know, I can overcome that, but it's the difference for me is that I, if I had to do a speech, I could do a speech Mm -hmm. thousand people, hundred thousand people. If I had to, if it was something like, Hey, you've got to do this, I could do it. If somebody was like, Hey, congratulations, you're a contestant on fear factor, getting this box full of spiders. I'd be like, see you, Joe, I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> that's not going to happen, but it's $50,000. Well, it's $50,000 that's not going into my account because I'm not getting in but they're not poison. It doesn't matter what they are. If I feel 8,000 tiny legs on me, I'm going to poop out of my mouth on national television. 
and then I'm going to be known as the guy that pooped human, out of his mouth. That's the human centipede guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that that's the fear there. Um, the heights thing, like I said, the heights don't necessarily bother me. Um, I can't really think. The one thing that I've always had, and this is a, probably unique considering who I am as a person, like I've said multiple times, I'm kind of emotionally uh, mute. Baron? Yeah, I'm very emotionally dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies and commercials, TV shows aside, like normal day-to-day life with people, I'm very um, just kind of, you know, there. Um, but one of my biggest fears is emotionally hurting somebody. Like doing something to somebody that is going to affect them on an emotional level more than just being, you know, mad or upset. Like they're going to carry it with them. Like I'm going to be in their memory forever because I was the asshole that did this and it caused. Stab their, like take apart their stuffed animals after a breakup. (sighs) No, that was vengeful. Um, So. Didn't affect her long term? No, I don't think so because she was over it pretty quick. And under it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but just like, you know, which is, again, it's hard to explain because like when people ask me like, hey, what do you think about me as a person? I'm usually pretty blunt. You could kind of suck sometimes. (laughs) But no. (laughs) (laughs) But but just I don't know. It's just that fear of letting someone down. On yeah. a personal level, I, I hate that. So I tend to I tend to overextend myself, or I try to to do more than I probably should to avoid that, um, both in you know my interactions and then also avoiding you know serious conversations or doing something that might lead to an emotional situation. Because I, like I said, I'm kind of emotionally flat, so then I don't know how to mm-hmm. act in that situation. Um, empathy is very foreign to me <laughs> so just let I me mean, then you i've got he's like oh okay yeah i'm sorry that that happened to you but i don't know what to do for you <laughs> so you told me earlier when i asked you another one you said whispering in your ear oh god yeah so tell me about does this bother you right no now? so it actually has to be okay. the lips on your yeah ear. so okay. here's the thing that's a turn on for some people yeah well those they, people are sick and they can uh, catch these hands. <laughs> um, yeah, and that is well known. So, okay, so, okay, if we're going to talk personal, we're going to talk personal. There are two. I mean, that's what the show's all about. Yeah, so I hate people touching my feet, but that's because of a ticklish thing. Like, I'm super ticklish. So <laughs> someone touches my foot, <laughs> get out. And they get kicked in the face, and then I'm the asshole. Um, no, but like my belly button. I hate for anybody to put their finger in Why, or near anybody, my belly button. This is outside your immediate family. In general, yeah, even your belly button, even Megan, like she, I think she's only her finger has only entered the orifice that is my belly button one time in seventeen years, and that was because I did something I can't remember. Black dry? No, <laughs> no, I did something I can't remember. She's ticklish in one spot, and I tickled the bejesus out of her, and so she told me never to do it again. That I did it, and she was like, "Okay, I get to touch your belly button," and I was like, "That was not the deal." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I hate that. I hate it. Well, I, don't I always know thought that is. you could punch a belly button too hard and give yourself a hernia. Like <laughs> I was always scared to like clean my belly button. More reason for uh, nobody to touch my belly button ever. Um, do you but, have an Audi? No, I have an any. I have a deep any. You just got to push in. I could hide nickels in there in case I ever needed some spare change. Quarters over here. I'm um, <laughs> but the ear thing, the ear thing is more of an ASMR. I hate 
verbal ASMR. I love visual. Like watch, I can watch videos of people uh, decorating sugar cookies all day. I can w- watch that all day. But somebody just whispering like this into a microphone. And I hate it. I hate it so much it crawls up my spine. Just doing that was the worst. Um, but the ear thing is I don't want your hot, moist breath in my ear hole at all. One. And then two, to have you in my ear going, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want any part of it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to be in the same room where it's happening. I hate it so much. <laughs> and again, it's it goes back to, I should not tell people these things because my daughters absolutely love to put their face right up next to mine when they're hugging me and sneak one in. They'll hug me and then Papa. they'll lean back and be like, I love you. I'm like, oh, get off of me, you <laughs> Satan child. Hate it so much. That's a strange yeah. thing. I don't. You have anything like it. that? I, I don't mind that. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I don't, definitely want like strangers come up to me. Like, hey, what's your name? Like I don't. Don't lick my ear or anything. And whatever spiders they've swallowed are probably going to spit into my ear. <laughs> Lay their eggs. I don't in want anybody touching my belly button either. I totally get that. That's just a weird thing to do. Like if it, yeah. even if it's your wife, I like, don't. No, we don't go there. That's not. Yeah, there's what we videos do. of of the you know really big guys that are just like taking their middle finger and circling their belly button. I'm like. Only fans. What is wrong with you? People pay good money to watch videos I, like that. I guarantee there's a fetish for that. Oh yeah. It's, ugh, ugh. I wouldn't like uh, you're uh, taking uh, a shot off someone's navel. No. Mm-mm. Good for you. Me either. But, and it doesn't bother me though. Somebody else's belly button. If they were like, look at my belly button, I'd be like, uh, that's weird, but okay. But if they were like, let me lick yours, I'd be like, get out. <laughs> get out. I, I, no, I think I'm more the other way. I'd rather you lick my belly button than me lick someone else's. <laughs> um, the whispering thing, like something bothers me is like. Someone who has like too much water in their mouth, like, hey guys, and they claw like this. Like I can't, uh, I can't stand that. There's a guy on NPR who has that. Like, I just imagine his head being gigantic, and it just swishes when he moves in the water. It's just full of water. I can't stand that. Uh, Billy Quizboy on the Venture Brothers. If you ever watched the Venture Brothers, he yeah. had a giant head, and he talked like this. I, I, I can't stand that. Um, the other ones I kind of wrote down, like. Just a, like a quick one, like chemical warfare is kind of something. It's, it's a phobia. There's a difference between phobia and fear. Yeah. Our phobia like leaves you, like you can't do anything. Like I fear like a nuclear fallout, nuclear war. But like being alone was one I always thought, like dying alone. Yeah. Um, just dying in general. Um, I have a fear of that just because my personal beliefs and the way they've changed over the years is – Am I ready? When I die, am I going to be ready? First of all, I could die on the way home tonight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This could be the last episode. This is Jay signing off. Like, this could be the last episode. We don't know that. I've always feared that. Like, what if there's yeah. nothing else? Like, I've, like, we, like we just talked with Rodney on the last episode. You know, you want to feel like your life meant something. I don't want to die unexpectedly and, and leave yeah. nothing, you know? Um, so being alone and dying alone has always been a rejection's always been kind of a phobia of mine. Like, like you, like I extend myself too much. I try to please everybody and you just yeah. can't please everybody. It's just not possible. Um, I get in a bad situation now with like my dad and trying to please him and trying to do other things that I know should be done. And it's just, yeah, that's a nightmare. And um, that builds up too. And then you end up exploding on somebody or not necessarily exploding, but you end up getting short tempered because you overextended yourself in other directions. Rip somebody a new belly button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do that usually at work um, with people. They bring me something. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get the hell out of my office. Um, I, we talked about claustrophobia. That's definitely one I could see myself 
getting, I haven't, unfortunately never been in a situation, but like being buried alive. Yeah. Like it goes back to being helpless too and not being able to control things, but I don't want to crawl through things. Like that's where my claustrophobia would kick in. Like yeah. if I had to get from point A to point B, but I had to go through a tube or like rock climbing and go through a cave. Yeah. Terrified. Have me. you seen those videos of the people going through the hole just big enough to fit through? Yeah. And it makes me nauseous. So it doesn't bother me, but the thought of having to do it myself, I'm like, what if you can't turn around? You're going one direction, you feet first or head first. Do you just go backwards. Like Zoe has recently yeah. mastered the art of walking backwards, but she stops when she hits something. Uh, I could not like, would you, is that what you have to do? Like you either get to the point where there's an opening yeah. and then you turn around or you get to the point where, Oh, I guess we were wrong. There's nothing here. Yeah. And then you crawl backward and, and I, I don't, I don't want any part of that ever. Yeah. There's a cave, I think, in in Kentucky, maybe, where there's a, a trench that you cross over. You have to put your feet on both sides and walk across. I'm like, why? Right. Like, I don't like. I guess that my thing with that is like, what is it in people that makes them want to do that? They want to die. Like, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe they jump. They go on the top of cranes on buildings and hang off with no parachute because they. It's have a desire. Like, like I said, I'm not afraid of heights, but I'm also not going to put myself in that situation. I'm not going to hang from the girder of a uh, 80 story building um, that's not been finished just because. Oh, look at me! Right, they're building a uh, either apartment or a condo across from my office right now, and they have a crane. Yeah, and I swear to you, those ladders that they have to go up just look like those like aluminum ladders you buy. And I'm like, no, yeah, like just looking at it, like makes me queasy like and they I make can't. they make the hole that you crawl through big enough for a body it's like they don't make it not big this enough. body though <laughs> did you ever watch dirty dirty jobs with micro no there was one that i saw and this one actually uh, i'm not really claustrophobic but watching him do it and knowing what was around him did get to me it did make me nervous it was there so the bridges that we see mm-hmm. going across water you can get into those towers and go down to check to make sure there's no um, rust or anything that's building up. So he went in and then goes down, and there's literally a hole in the base that you go into to go into the lower part to check things out. And that got to me because I have a fear of water. Don't know why I didn't bring that up. But anyway... To know that he was in a space big enough for two adults, because that's how many was in there, mm-hmm. and apparently the guy to hold the camera down in the hole to record, um, underwater in that tight space, completely closed off with no external light except the light they brought with them. Yeah, no. Because the thought of being in that situation and the light going out and that, how do I get out? Yeah. Like, how do I get out of here? Where's the hole? One, that two, terrifying. where's, how do, where, where do I go? Like, I, I think in that situation, I probably would freeze. Yeah. And then drown. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. <laughs> like I've seen movies where you have to swim through like a tunnel to get somewhere like in Congo. Yeah. You had to go underwater and go through this tunnel to get to where the mean gorillas were um, and the diamonds. But the, yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. Especially with no light, and if your light does die, like oh shoot, I thought this uh, this flashlight was waterproof. It's not, <laughs> and then bloop, 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 you sink to the bottom like that. That sounds terrible. Yeah, um, I had fear of failing on there too, and I think that's natural for everybody. Like no one wants to fail. Yeah, no one wants to to lose, even though we do all the time. Um, but 
yeah, clowns clowns are my number one. They they have been, will be. Now Forever. the more that we've talked about claustrophobia, that might be next. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't ever want to find out. Like I'm is there anywhere I can crawl and test it? But no, I'm not gonna ever, ever, yeah. ever do that. Um well, it's a different thing to be in a controlled environment. Like if I was in a room and they're like, hey, there's boxes of spiders like at a zoo. I'm fine with that because I know that it's a controlled environment. They're behind glass. They can't physically get to me. But if I was in a room and they were like, hey, there's spiders all in the room. <laughs> there's spiders somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. I think the claustrophobia thing would be the same thing. I like think if that's I, one right there. Just oh um, yeah, I think Bazinga. I think <laughs> I think if it was like, hey, climb into this box that you can easily get out of, and there's no way for anybody to trap you in, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Let me climb in that. But if you know, if you get in and somebody shut the lid and locked it, then I think there's panic and there because now you're no, there's no control anymore. You lose, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is the control, loss of control. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, with any situation, I think that's it too. I like to be in control, even driving. Like, yeah, I, I'd rather be. I hate driving. But I'd rather be doing it because at least I know I'm in control. Something happens, I, I know my reflexes. I trust myself. So how did that work out when, when you and Krista dated? Because she's the same way. She has to drive, which worked out great for me because anytime we went every, anywhere, she well, it always wasn't that drove. Bad then. That's more something. Krista drove everywhere. She drove to Canada. Yeah. Thanks, Krista. And I loved her for that. She, driving all the time. Hey, you want to yeah. go see this show? Yeah. That's a great quality to have. And um, just sit in the passenger seat. The same thing with you when we went to Lexington and we went to uh, Knoxville. You drove both of the trips, and I'm like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, but you owe me. <laughs> you owe me now. I'm saving that up. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Well, that, that, that part, like, uh, as much as I like to be in control, if we're driving a long distance and I have the option not to be driving, I'll take it, and I'll just close my eyes and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that chance very often. Yeah. We argue like you're going to drive. You're going to drive. You're going to drive. Right. I usually end up driving. She does. She does pretty good about it though. But I wish she was more like, I love to drive. Let's drive. <laughs> yeah. Please do. So, but that's, that's, I was thinking about the one, the, uh, mysophobia, which is fear of germs. Yeah. And I've probably touched my face about 25 times since we've been doing this podcast. So I obviously don't have that because I would be dead. <laughs> it's like, I'm constantly rubbing my eyes. Like yeah. I get styes in my eyes all the time when he's like, "Cause you touch your face so much, man. It's, <laughs> it's itchy. I have to touch it. I can't not touch my face." But um, I don't like germs, but yeah, I'm still gonna touch my face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, COVID. I haven't got COVID yet. I've been touching my face, so yeah, I already got it and vaccinated, so I should be immune, bulletproof. <laughs> Or I'll get it and it'll just wipe me out. The second time I get it, it's like, oh. Third time's a charm for COVID. <laughs> you didn't know the vaccine was actually a booster to make COVID worse. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I'm worried the vaccine is more of a makes you impotent more than anything. That's like, <laughs> that's what seems to be happening. Oh. But we're sharing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you have any other fears you didn't bring up since you just pulled water out of your behind? <laughs> Yeah, well, that one that one's also has a childhood story of trauma. I was in um, Cub Scouts, and one of the, um, well, Weeblos, Weeblo, I guess, and one of, so Cub Scouts was patches. Um, Boy Scouts was badges, merit badges. Mm-hmm. Weeblos was belt clips. So you got these, you had your, your Weeblo belt, and then you had these clips that you would slide on your belt. And so one of them was for swimming. So um, my mom found a pool at a um, country club in White House, Tennessee. 
that offered swimming classes. Yeah, it was very nice from what I remember, uh, except the trauma I experienced that you're about to find out about here in a minute. Um, but she found a swimming lesson. So the whole scout troop went perfectly fine with water. Never thought about it. Wasn't an issue. Go through the swimming lessons. We learned the backstroke, the breaststroke, the whatever other strokes you learn. Butterfly. Butterfly. Sure. I don't think we learned that. <laughs> Doggy paddle. We learned that. We learned how to float. That was natural. That's just instinct. <laughs> Start flailing your arms and legs. Um, but at the end of the first week, it was a two-week thing. And at the end of the first week, got to jump off the diving board, take a hard right, and swim to the edge. That's it. Jump in feet first, go to the edge. It was like five feet. Sure. You've learned how to swim in the shallow end. You've learned how to swim in the deep end. Now you just dive into the deep end and swim to the side. So... I get on the diving board, super excited, like squints from the um, sandlot. I jump in, but instead of sinking, I ended up, you know, swimming to the side, but I wasn't turning my head or lifting it up. I was just throwing my arms. Mm -hmm. Well, Kevin, who looked like a Ken doll, that was the swim instructor, came and yanked me out of the pool. My mom's over on the side with him. I thought I was fine. I must have, my form must have looked like a kid that was drowning. So yanks me out of the pool and is like, are you okay? You almost drowned. I did what almost, huh? And so I freaked. Super scared. So the rest of the week, the next week, I refused to get like in the deep end. Stay in the shallow end. Everybody else swimming in the deep end. I'm in the shallow end. So. Just posting up here. Get to. the ladies. Get to um, that Friday and to pass our swimming test to get our um, belt clip was to jump in off the diving board, swim to the shallow end, so the length of the pool, which was only probably 20, 30 feet, mm -hmm. but I, I couldn't do it. So I told Kevin, I was like, I can't do it. He's like, come on, all your friends are going to pass. You need to pass too. It's like, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do it. So he's like, well, come sit next to me by the pool, and we can watch your friends jump off the diving board, and then if you feel comfortable, then you can. Okay, some bitch tries to throw me in the pool. <laughs> so now kicking, flailing. I'm like, you know, a uh, hundred pounds soaking wet. Just arms and legs everywhere. Get over to the fence around the pool and I latch on like a spider monkey. So my mom was mad because I was embarrassing her. Kevin was trying to pull me off of the fence. I would not do it. And from that point until an adult, I refused to get in water. Really? Yeah. Pool parties, I would get in if the pool was shallow enough everywhere for me to. But if there was an edge that went down and I could go into the deep end, nope, no thank you. Unless there was one of those ropes going across and signifying where that. the deep end, deep end started, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I learned something new about you tonight. Yeah, but I've, I've, since, I've since not necessarily conquered it. I'm, I'm not getting in the ocean any deeper than my knees. Yeah. But as far as like a regular pool, like I can go in the deep end, swim That's around good. fine and jump off the diving board. Everything's cool because I, you know, but. I had an uncle. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't really my uncle. He tried to teach me how to swim by throwing me off a dock in a lake. Mm. I guess how I did not learn how to swim. <laughs> I'm like, no, like I didn't like this man to begin with. And that's how he wanted to. He also had a, uh, I think he like owned apartments, so he was like had a team that like cut grass and everything. He wanted me yeah. to weed eat and mow the yard. I'm like, no. I'm like, I have a headache. I have to stay in the car. Like, why you ask me to do that? 
Well, I, I'd love. I'm. A, I think I was a fish in my uh, previous life because I love being in the water. Yeah. I don't like it when I can't see. That's why you but, go to the beach every year. Yeah. The clean. Don't go to Myrtle Beach. It's dirty over there. <laughs> Myrtle Beach is dirty. <laughs> go to the Panhandle. But yeah, um, man. I'm, yeah. You know, Lindsay's parents have a pool. You want to come over? I, I'm totally fine with pools. Okay. Above ground pools, There's ground no pools. Rope. I'm totally fine with the deep end now. Like I said, I can jump off the diving board and swim just fine. Uh, Big boy. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up out of that. Now, now, dark water. Like the movie. Lakes, rivers. <laughs> no. Now, I can do the Caney Fork in a canoe with a life vest. I'm, I'm safe with that. I've done that before. Life vest and a prayer going yeah. down the Caney Fork. Which, if you start from the dam side, it'll basically carry you down to about Gordonsville, which is a pretty good way. It's like 20 miles. That's a long way, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then after that, you have to paddle, and that's the worst. But no, dark water? No, thank you. Like I said, the ocean, I can get to my knees, but then um, I'm, I've seen too many movies. I've seen Jaws. I so know what happens in One movie water. you haven't seen that I've seen recently that you would hate... Uh, it's called 12 Feet, and it's about two girls One who are at a uh, in a pool, a public pool, like at a YMCA, and uh, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving weekend. And yeah. Is uh, that the one where they Tobin, the, the tarp goes over Yeah, them? Tobin Bell is the guy in charge from, you know, Jigsaw from Salt, yeah. and he leaves and he thinks they're gone, but at some point, so... One of the girls is engaged, and the friend hates the boyfriend, so she, like, threw her ring in the pool, so uh, I can't find my ring. And they see it, so they go down and try to find it. And then the pool cover closes. Uh, so they're stuck here while it's closed. There's more to it than that. But that was like, blah. Like, I couldn't even imagine. That claustrophobic right there, you know? Yeah. But then a fear of water kicks in, too. But, yeah. Sounds right. like a nightmare. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the fear episode now that we've uh, generally scared the bejesus out of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the episode, make sure that you uh, follow us on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Just search, search Weirdos a Podcast. If you watch us on YouTube, search Weirdos a YouTube channel. Even uh, if you didn't like what you heard, go ahead yeah. and do all that stuff. And make sure that you also leave a comment on what your fear is if you happen to see this episode. So, please. For Weirdos, I'm Kellen. And I'm Jay. And And until next time, (laughs) keep it weird.